0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. OHL with no contact. Boy, a lot of people have asked what's happening with hockey, uh, especially in the minor levels, uh, whether it's your own kid playing or even in the OHL. And now uh, it looks like the province is asking for no contact in the OHL. What does that mean? And have you seen the picture of the flaming Zamboni? These are all questions we need to ask Scott Radley. Host of the Scott Radley Show, sports columnist with your Hamilton spectator, and he is with us now. OHL, no contact. Is this feasible? Can we do this?
1: Okay. There's, there's, There's a couple different questions in there. Is it feasible? I'll answer that one in just a second. First of all, here's the big problem with this idea, and this was put forward by the Minister of Sport and Tourism and Heritage. I can't remember the full title, Lisa McLeod. Uh, the other day she was giving a press conference and said if the OHL is going to come back on des- in the beginning of December when they intend to, you're not going to be able to have body checking or body contact. And the problem, the, the first obvious problem, Scott, is, okay, body checking is one of the moments in hockey when two people are close together on the ice and could potentially breathe on each other. But it's not the only time. The entire yeah. game is played in close proximity. Every time there's a battle for the puck in the corner, you're going to be close to someone and possibly breathing on them. Every battle in front of the net, every face-off, you're face-to-face with someone breathing on them, on the bench, in the penalty box, in the dressing room, on the bus. like The entire game requires close proximity. So simply taking out body checking is sort of like saying, all right, if we tell people not to cross the street, nobody will ever die of anything else ever again. Like, yeah, people do get hit by cars, but there's lots of other things that could also harm you in society. And so, this to me is this, this sort of let's throw a Hail Mary out here, pardon my mixed metaphors with sports, but uh, and, and somehow that saying no body checking is going to make hockey COVID free. It, it just, it's just, it's not realistic in any way, shape, or form. And to my point on that, if taking body checking out of hockey was the secret to make it safe, why then is the National Women's Hockey League not playing right now? And the CIS, the Canadian University Sports, just today, or U Sports, just announced today they're cancelling their winter Hockey season, including win- women's hockey, because women's hockey doesn't have body checking. So presumably, if removing body checking made it safe, women's hockey could carry on and would be carrying on, and there'd be no problems. But they so- recognize, no, that's that that is one small part of the proximity issue. So the, the first thing, a to, to long way around to your question, it, it, it's not a, it's not a, a, a solution to anything. And the second part is. If you say okay, well then we're going to require you to play the game without any kind of contact and with no, you know, with social distancing of some kind. Well, no, you, then the answer to your question is no. You explain to me how you can possibly play a game, a team sport, when you're not permitted to be close to another person or may, or battle or or get position or do anything. I mean, it, it, try and think of how you would play a hockey game if you can't battle for a puck or get in the way of a guy or angle him off or, or anything like it, it just it, it's not feasible
0: i think the only way you can keep the two meter rule is perhaps tabletop hockey you know well, the old maybe. days maybe. um so uh, is the answer here no it just can't happen you, you know for 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 exactly all the reasons you just said no it can't happen
1: well uh, we've okay. got to
0: we've got to shut it down for the season it, or until we find a cure
1: the that would be the, um, the obvious answer. Is, and, and you look in Quebec, with the Quebec Major Junior League, they've had an outbreak now. So you would say, okay, well, that, that seems like the answer. Now, there are a couple things that people have thrown out there, at least one in particular. And I have no idea if this is feasible or helpful. And that is, what if you had the players wearing not the cage masks or just a half visor where their mouth is open and exposed? What if they had to wear those fishbowl-style plastic plexiglass masks that would presumably not allow them to breathe on each other as much. I I honestly have no idea, but that's the one thing that you say, all right, well, you know, how do you test? I don't know. You can do a test, though, maybe and see if that would help um, it's not comfortable for a lot of the guys. They hate wearing But again,
0: you know, for most of the time with those shields, they just cover the top half of the face anyway. They're not designed to protect the mouth or the nose. They're designed to protect the eyes and the face. So unless you're going to put that bubble all the way down to your chin, I don't see how that's going to happen.
1: But they have those. I mean, kids wear them in kids' hockey. Some do. Most kids wear the cage, but some of them wear the full face plexiglass one. Uh, maybe you make those required for everybody. Um, and, again, I, I'm, I'm not suggesting that would solve the problem. I have no idea. That's just one thing. Someone has said, well, it is a last-case scenario. But, no, I, I, if the if the
0: You know, at the, the end of the day, Scott, that seems like a great idea. So why would they just not move to that? And that would solve all of the issues that you're maybe, talking about, maybe. whether it's in the corner or face-offs or whatever. I mean, not all of them, but certainly it would certainly help.
1: Maybe it would. I mean, I don't know. I say I don't know if any testing has been done. I'm assuming someone is looking into it, but I haven't heard anything yet. Um, But I mean, to 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 say that you can somehow play the game with really no contact, um, you really can't. And I mean, even the idea you've you've probably watched, uh, you probably still have traumatic memories of this if you've ever watched an NHL All Star game. They are horrible. NHL All Star games are. The Pro Bowl in football is the worst because it's football and nobody's really tackling. They're all sort of pretending to be playing football. The NHL All-Star game is not far behind. And that pretty much is what you'd be looking at if you suddenly went to this thing. And even that has some jostling for position. So you would now have a game where there's really no purpose of having anyone try and play defense because you can't do anything um, if the puck goes into the corner, I guess the first guy who gets there gets to get it, and then everyone else has to back off. And You, know, <laughs> it just, it becomes, it, you can't have a face-off. You have to throw the puck no. in the corner like in men's league to start. and it, it just becomes ludicrous. And Scott, remember one thing. We're not talking about a, a kid's house league. You can do that stuff in a kid's house league. These are the top amateur players in the world who are using this league to try and launch themselves into the NHL. And now you're telling these people, these guys, at this point, that you have to completely redo the game, completely change how you play, and not do anything that you're going to do later on if you get – I mean, it's like the whole – it's just its ludicrous. I, I think a lot of the players would probably say, I'd rather just sit out for a while than to try and play through that because that, that it just sounds like it sounds lunatic.
0: You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Well, again, obviously they're trying to find a solution instead of just saying yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, so uh, obviously uh, contact, it doesn't seem to be working. The only solution there seems to be is the full face mask situation that you're talking about. So uh, can you see uh, the league moving to a full face mask to try to find a solution here or just scrapping the whole thing?
1: If there was some studies that were done that found that that idea could work, I absolutely think that they would jump on that as opposed to going down this road. Um, I don't know. As I said, I don't know if anyone's looked into it. I have to assume. I mean, look, if, if you're involved in hockey at any level right now, are you not literally grasping at any possible straw you can? Well, again, you would think that ma- you
0: would think that the mass suggestion would have come before this one.
1: You would think that the companies that make these masks would be screaming from the top of the mountaintop saying, hey, hey guys, look, buy our product, all of you, buy our product, we can make hockey safe. And I haven't heard any company saying that, which leads me to believe maybe it's not the solution to everything. And if that's not it, I suppose you could then say, what, you got to wear a cloth mask under your mask? Well, guys, I mean, you know, we already hear complaints from everybody about it's hard to breathe. Well, now do it when you're huffing and puffing on the ice. And even then... You're sweating, so they're going to get wet, and there's going to be spittle flying around, and you know, talking moistly, and all the rest of the stuff. And so, I look, I, I really, Scott. I mean, I, I wish there was an easy answer for this one. The answer, though, is not to just eliminate body checking because it really, it, it's, it's a, it's just like one little piece of the equation, but doesn't really solve anything, and just makes, I think, the game into a mockery.
0: Quite honestly. All right. So, your thoughts on the flaming Zamboni? <laughs> For those that don't, uh, and you can find it uh, on the Internet, uh, there's a shot. I believe it's in upper New York State where, uh, you know, uh, Zamboni goes out onto the ice, as it does many times to clear the ice for a rec game and such. And then it seems to be trailing some oil or something and then literally bursts into flames. Yeah. And instead of just jumping off and running uh, away, the driver actually turns around and takes it back into underneath the stands, which I found fascinating. I don't think I've ever seen that happen before.
1: Yeah, let's, it, rather than just melting a little piece of the ice at center ice, let's burn
0: the whole arena let's down. Burn the whole, let's burn <laughs> the stands down.
1: Um, you know what? It, uh, I, I have not seen that before. I've seen before where the uh, oil or whatever, where the, something exploded under the bottom of it, and the entire ice was then covered in black juice of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of other things. I was at a game once covering, uh, doing a story when the Zamboni driver missed and somehow ended up crashing into the open gate and realigning all the boards all the way around the ice. And they had to <laughs> delay the game for an hour and a half while they went to oh, fixed man. all the boards. Th- there are stories. I- I've never seen one, though, turn into a rolling bonfire like this one. And, and, and it was and
0: going pretty good. I mean, it was, it was no small good. fire. And
1: right away. And I'm amazed the guy was not hurt who was driving it. Because, I mean, there were yeah. – fl- I mean, we're not talking about like a little flame. I mean – this was a no. NASCAR car exploding on sure. the ice. It was, It was. people should go watch it and um, and then tell us how it is this guy doesn't have second or third degree burns all over his body. You know, they make these guys wear helmets now. They drivers, which I've always thought is kind of ludicrous. I mean, how bad is a Zamboni driver do you have to be to bump your head? Um, but maybe now they all are going to have to wear fire retardant.
0: That's it. They suit. all need a fire suit. Everybody's got to have a fire suit and gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah I can see it coming.
1: And and numbers and and racing numbers like just NASCAR them up. Well, let's make it. Well, you know what?
0: Like you know, you go and watch a leaf game. They got two Zambonis going, so why not do them side by side and have some sort of race, some sort of bumping and banging going on? Maybe it'll maybe keep people in the stands during intermission. What the heck? They used
1: to have Zamboni races. Now they can have Zamboni races.
0: There you go. Scott Radley's been with us, host of the Scott Radley Show and sports columnist for your Hamilton Spectator. Make sure you're listening tonight, Scott. Thanks for the time. As always, stay well. Thanks to you too, Scott. Take care.